Hey everyone, missed a couple weeks and it's good to be back. I, I just came home from a trip to San Diego and when I landed in Charlotte, North Carolina last night, even though it was midnight, there was that warm southern heat and humidity that immediately hit me when I got off the plane and reminded me that I'm here in the south. And there's a lot of differences that come with living in the southern states and weddings are no exception. Let's take a look. Welcome to the Inspire Your Event podcast. My name is Kevin Snow, founder of eventsbysnow.com. We're all here for two main reasons. Number one, you want to host a wedding or event that is completely unique, exciting, and memorable. Number two, you've got a passion for learning new ideas, discovering insider tips, and collaborating to raise the industry standards. I've worked full-time as a wedding and special event DJ since 2011. During that time, I've learned what makes an event successful and met some awesome people along the way. So let's discover these secrets some of these people and have an inspired event. All right. Hello, everyone. Like I said, it is good to be back. San Diego was awesome, uh, but I did not have the means to put out a podcast while I was there, but I did see some awesome sights, the beach, breweries, wineries. I gathered some inspiration for my ever-growing events idea scrapbook, and I also got some much-needed relaxation. But I flew in earlier today, technically midnight, and um, then today I had a, a meeting with an awesome couple who is potentially going to hire me for their wedding. So I want to give a big congratulations to Christy and Chandler. Um, and something that came up in our meeting today paired nicely with the trip that I just took and that's the fact that Southern weddings have their own personal touches and expectations. So being in San Diego was a completely new world for me. Uh, I've never been there before, so naturally uh, one of the things I did while I was there was look up some wedding venues and gathered some ideas, which was really fun and interesting. But anyway, um, in our meeting, I asked Christian Chandler where their families were from. And this is important for me when it comes to planning music so that I can create the right kind of party. And I even let them know, I was like, that this, was, this meeting led me to create this podcast about Southern weddings and some of the aspects that set the South apart from other areas of the country. So we're going to be looking at uh, the time of day, uh, officiants, the menu, attire, music, dancing, and here in the South, of course, college sports and how that can uh, play a part in your wedding. Um, and another differing area that I didn't plan on addressing, but I guess I will because I just thought of it, is decorations. Um, so quickly, Southern weddings tend to skip all of the crystals and lavish, glitzy decorations and opt for a highly floral and rustic look. So anyway, let's, uh, let's get started. And like I said, we're going to begin with the time of day. I've heard that ceremonies begin a little bit later in the day, and then the receptions end a little bit earlier than other parts of the country, with ceremonies beginning around 5 or 6 p.m., and then usually ending around 9.30 or 10 o'clock p.m., and I'm, I'm assuming, I'm guessing that we start a little bit later because we don't have, like, um, if you're getting married in the, the Catholic Church, 
you have mass and other restrictions that kind of govern when you can use those facilities. Whereas here, uh, a lot of couples in the South tend to have their weddings at the same site as the reception and skip the church altogether. And you would think that being in the Bible Belt, we would have more Baptist church style weddings. But the, as you, you may know, Baptists sometimes kind of have a, a laid back approach. And in my experience, most of the time people opt out of using their church or even using their minister altogether and use a close friend of the family or a hired wedding officiant. And there's a couple different types of folks who can officiate a wedding. And it's sort of like a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't always a square, even though they can all be defined as quadrilaterals. And that's me talking about math or uh, geometry, and that's territory that I get scared in. So let's get back to weddings and safety. Anyway, you have uh, your officiant, which is pretty much anyone who has been ordained and can officiate a marriage. Then there's the minister, which sometimes people will use, but depending on religious beliefs, they may or may not have restrictions about where and how they can conduct your ceremony. And then there's also the justice of the peace, who is basically just an official going through the motions in a courthouse and they may have heard a case prior to your marriage and they're about to grant a license of some sort right after you leave and there's no frills or ceremony there. Um, in the South, it feels like it's about 50-50 on using a close friend who's become ordained or even bringing in your old youth leader to officiate the wedding. So there's a couple of options. I'm not sure how they do it in other parts of the country, but down here, like I said, close friend or um, you know, youth leader or, or um, your pastor from your church. I feel like it's about 50-50. Uh, another thing that sets Southern weddings apart is the food that is served at weddings. Plated meals are usually not the case here. Here in the South, we go buffet style. Rarely is the meal plated where you would select in advance what you would like to eat with your invitation and your RSVP. In the past eight years of DJing weddings here in South Carolina, I can count on one hand how many plated meals I have encountered, and I'm pretty sure that number is two. And not saying that that's bad or wrong, it just seems that over half uh, the time people are going to, uh, with their buffet, it's going to be barbecue style. That seems to be the, the most popular trend with food here, and that's going to have a buffet line with or buffet stations with chicken, ribs, pulled pork, barbecue sliders, and everything that goes along with that, uh, with like green beans and you know all your vegetables, but mashed potatoes to the extreme. There will most likely be an entire buffet line dedicated to mashed potatoes with butter, sour cream, bacon, cheese, green onions, gravy, you know, whatever you could put on mashed potatoes, but wait, there's also going to be a sweet potato line and that's going to have marshmallows, cinnamon, sugar, uh, sugary pecans and other little crunchy things, more butter. Uh, we really have a potato feast when it comes to that line. But yet another thing that's growing in popularity is having an extravagant like charcuterie board and then a food truck. 
And this definitely fits the laid back atmosphere of the Southern wedding. The food trucks, um, they vary in what they serve, but gourmet burgers and tacos are pretty common with the food trucks. So food is one thing that definitely stands out from uh, Northern weddings and other parts of the country as far as um, I've heard. Another thing is the attire. We have the sweltering heat and humidity down here. And since most of our weddings take place outside, the attire usually follows. We see a lot of khaki pants and seersucker and sundresses and skirts. Coats are sometimes worn, usually by the wedding party and immediate family members. But then they are shed once the cocktail hour begins. Rarely do weddings ever reach being a black tie or black tie optional. It's usually something along the lines of wear something that you'll be comfortable in. And there's always someone in jeans. There's like one person and no one seems to really care that they're in jeans. And that happens. So if you're coming down to a Southern wedding, you might see that. And if you want to be that one person, I guess go for it. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. Cut your jeans off, jean shorts. Seriously, I, I, I put down what do people want me to wear, and I've talked about this in another podcast because I've I've been to events where they really just say, hey, we're all just going to, it's going to be laid back, wear your favorite sports team shirt, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, another difference with Southern Weddings is music, and I've got a lot that I can say about music, so I don't want to go off on a tangent and really stick to the topic here. So let's let's look at what's popular in the South. Uh, and that's that most weddings begin with, you know, your Motown and your older classics. But the one thing that sets us apart here in the South is beach music. Beach music is uh, the Southern cue to begin the shag dancing, which is basically Southern swing dancing. Um, it's going to be like a triple step, triple step, rock step, like one and two, three and four, five, six kind of kind of uh, beat and movement. Um, and everyone does it down here for the most part. It's just like a way of life. And I've admittedly made the mistake of playing some shag music at a wedding that turned out to only be like Midwestern Northerners. And when I do that and people don't really know the music and it looks like they're all out there like in a class or something. It's like the first day of a new skill and they have no previous knowledge of what they're supposed to do. And there's no instructor. And I can tell that they are all lost and confused. And it, this, in this one particular instance, it led me to ask on the mic, I said, is anyone here from South Carolina? And there was this resounding like Michigan, Illinois sound that I heard come from everyone. So I was like, ah, okay, so you've probably never heard of Carolina Girls by Chairman of the Board, which is what I am currently playing. So I'm like, ah, how about a little Blues Brothers? And then, of course, the dance floor, like total shift in the, the movement and things that were happening. And look, those days are behind me. I've figured it out. Uh, I take care of it during the planning with couples that I work with to figure out where people are from when it comes to weddings because there are the differences here. And you got to be ready for that. Uh, because for Southerners, shag dancing is the kind of music that will naturally draw people to the dance floor. Whether they've um, had enough liquid courage or not to get out, 
they're going to get out on the dance floor. So it's great to start a wedding out that way. So if you're coming to a Southern wedding, I'd recommend quickly learning the shag dance or some sort of variation of faking it because it, it's super easy to do. It's a lot of fun and it's going to be one of the first things that you're going to do at a wedding. Um, and speaking of dancing and needing liquid courage, um, not that I am at any of these types of weddings, but some weddings down here have little to no drinking or dancing because, and those things go hand in hand. So when there's no drinking, there's no dancing. There's, let me rephrase. Many churches prohibit alcohol or dancing. And other times a reception has a DJ or band and no alcohol. So there's not really much dancing. And I recommend if you're attending a Southern wedding to find out in advance if they are going to be serving alcohol. And in the style of Forrest Gump, that's all I've got to say about that. That sounded nothing like Forrest Gump, so maybe not the style, but to quote, semi-quote, and the yeah. Anyway, college sports. Down here, college sports, especially football, is life to people in the South. College football plays on Saturdays. Weddings take place on Saturdays. And since the summers are typically too hot for weddings, we start to see a lot of weddings pop up in September, October, and November when it's just game days galore. It's important to try and plan your wedding where there's not going to be a huge rival game. And if you do, and Clemson, Carolina happen to be playing on the day of your wedding and you want people to attend your wedding, you're going to need a big screen showing the game a DJ or giving announcements about the score, or you're going to find people that are glued to their phones or potentially not showing up altogether. Um, it's that serious to folks down here. So make sure that you plan for that. Anyway, if you have any other major differences that you've seen with the South or other parts of the country, or if you completely disagree with anything I've said, I'm open to talking with you and learning what you've got to say. Feel free to drop me a line at Kevin at eventsbysnow.com. I'm happy to be back and get a new podcast out for you, and there's going to be more to come. So keep partying, and I'll see you on the dance floor. Thank you for listening to the Inspire Your Event podcast. Like, subscribe, be a part of the inspiration to change the way the world parties. Let's get out there and do this. No more cookie cutter weddings. Visit eventsbysnow.com for more information.